Ladies and gents, welcome back to episode 86 of the Moyes Health Podcast. Thank you ever so much for your time. If you've listened to previous episodes and if you're here for the first time, well, I guess I hope I can make this interesting for you. And today, today I hope I can do that with a topic which has become all too common. Today's episode is called The Half Empty Glass, a story of pessimism and a story of always looking on the darker side of life. What does that mean? Well, we're gonna dig into it in today's episode. Not in a depressing way, but in a way in which we can hopefully take some good from it, to understand it better, and most importantly, which is always the thing with these podcast episodes, I want you guys to reflect. Everything I do, be it the posts on Facebook, the videos, the podcasts I put out, every single thing is designed to make you guys think to think about yourselves to think about your actions the way that you think to consider everything to make sure that moving forwards you reflect upon the way that you conduct yourself and of course you develop the areas of which you're not necessarily happy with anyways enough random chit chat let's get into it so this episode comes off the back of i guess a most recent conversation that i've had with a client but one which is coming up a lot at the moment and it comes in the form of tracking now, in case you're unaware, tracking is the, the term used for tracking your calories on an app such as MyFitnessPal or NutriCheck. Now, first, let's start with the positives. The reason we do this is it gives you insight into the caloric content of your foods. A lot of people are calorie blind. They don't even know that it's something that they need to focus on. So they just eat food and they see food. However, not all food is created equal. And therefore, if you're looking to change your body composition, then you need to keep an eye on how many calories you are consuming and, of course, what those calories are made up of. Now, of course, there are ways of intuitively doing this. There are more aggressive ways of doing it. And that's the thing. If you don't use the specificity of such an app like MyFitnessPal or NutriCheck, then you have to make much larger changes. To give you this in the best analogy I can, imagine you didn't have a fuel gauge on your car. You wouldn't necessarily know how much fuel you've got left. Therefore, you might fill up more frequently than you need to. You might use more fuel than you realize and run out of fuel. What the gauge does is it gives you peace of mind. You can switch the car on and go, cool, I've got a quarter of a tank. I'm good for X amount of miles. Whereas if you didn't have that gauge, you might think, shit, I've been driving all of this week and I haven't filled up yet. I should probably go and fill up. You see my point. So first and foremost, as I said, they give you a good idea of the caloric content of your regular foods so that you can then make more informed decisions, not just with your choices, but of course, with how many calories you are consuming in the sense of your portion size. You can adjust things there. They're also good at helping you become more mindful. When you've got a track on these apps, you are more mindful of, like I said, the choices that you're making. You're more considerate, and a lot of the time, you're more prepared. Not to mention, if you have a bad day, and what I mean by bad day is you overconsume, you lose control, you log everything after the fact, it gives you a good idea to see that a bad day isn't necessarily catastrophic. In your head, it's potentially 4,000 or more calories, but in actual fact, you log it and it's only a couple of hundred over your target. So that's another merit to these things. And as I mentioned previously, they give you the ability to maximize your usage. What I mean is it gives you the ability to be able to 
enjoy your diet and be as flexible as you need to be because you've got a clear picture of what you're consuming and therefore you can play around with it. You can have plenty of variety because the budget is yours to use. If you weren't tracking your calories, then you're in a situation where you just don't know what you're consuming. So you've got to make aggressive changes. And this is where people cut carbohydrates or they cut out sugar or they cut out fat or alcohol or takeaways. And they remove all these things because they know there's something inherently about these food groups that causes them to gain weight. But obviously, they just cut the food group because it's super, super simple problem is with that is it's not sustainable and this is another thing that tracking gives you the ability to do it gives the ability to sustain what you're doing it gives you the ability to keep that flexibility in there to be able to factor in a weekly takeaway or regular fast food because you know what you're consuming and therefore you've got the ability to undulate your calories to factor these things in therefore making your diet far more enjoyable now, everything I've just mentioned to you is the cherry on the cake. We haven't even touched on nutrients and being more aware of the health of your diet, plus all of the other psychological things that come along with tracking. But the conversation I had with the most recent client and that's come up previously is, I don't like tracking. I'm sick of tracking. I'm sick of every time I want to eat something or every day having to load up this app and log my food. And it got me thinking, and I sat on this for a bit and just wanted to kind of, I guess, ponder my own thoughts, you know, digress into my own musings. And the thing is with this mentality of I don't want to track is it's a glass half empty mentality. When people say this, they're looking at what they have to do as opposed to what they don't have to do. They're looking at the fact of, oh, for fuck's sake, I've got to load up an app. I've got to log my food. I've got to weigh my food. It's it's a pain in the ass. I don't want to scan barcodes. I don't want to search for food. And a lot of that deep underlying is because I don't want to be mindful about what I'm eating. It's because there's the old version of them below the surface going, no, don't track it because it means you can see it. And if you can see it, you might feel bad for it or you might you know, make a different decision. You might not get to do what you want to do. You see my point. But like I said, it comes from this pessimistic mentality of, oh, for fuck's sake, look what I have to do. Look at the time I have to spend on an app. Never mind wandering into their screen time and seeing how much time they're spending on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. Never mind any of that. Spending time on these other apps. You see my point. It's a pessimistic mentality because the glass is very much half empty. They forget about all of the benefits they get as aforementioned and they focus purely on I don't want to do it anymore but I find that this is so common with pretty much every walk of life everything that we do eventually given enough time we find ourselves pessimistic maybe it's an inherent trait of being human let's take money for example remember the days when you earn minimum wage basic salary well those days when you then got a promotion it was oh my god look at what i can do look at uh, you know look at the extra money i've got you know you felt great about the promotion you felt great about the pay rise but then you adjust and then you're in that circumstance and maybe you're spending the extra money maybe you've you've flexed up and your your outgoings are now covering what you made you're right back where you started again 
you're back in the whole, oh man, I wish I could get a promotion to get to the next level because I'd love to earn a bit more money. The same is also true as far as when people first discover the approach that I take as far as fat loss is concerned. From the get-go, it's, oh my God, look at all the foods that I don't have to cut out. Look what I get to do. That's the key, that sentence, look what I get to do. Look at all of the things I get to enjoy. Look at the flexibility I get to have. Look at the fact that I can still enjoy my life and achieve. I don't have to drink shakes. I don't have to fucking have sins. I don't have to neck a horrible fucking beverage every few hours. I don't have to deprive myself. I don't have to cut these things out. I simply just have to track on an app. That's all I have to do. That sentence is key too. That's all I have to do and I can achieve my goal. This is incredible. And so, for the first week, two weeks, the first period, it's, oh my God, this is great. I'm losing weight so easily. I'm progressing so easily because I'm not depriving myself. But then time takes hold and we settle. We adjust. We adapt. We get used to the protocol. We get used to the situation. And what do we find ourselves in? We find ourselves in pessimism mode. Oh, I don't want to track. Oh, I've never got enough calories. I just want to eat and not have to think about the calories for a change. Now, don't get me wrong. There is strategies for all of this, refeeds, diet breaks, etc. But my point is that given enough time, pessimism creeps in. Hell, I've probably got some clients listening to this now that are in that exact situation going, oh, for fuck's sake, tracking, tracking, tracking. And I must stress, tracking is a temporary thing. You're not going to track for the rest of your life. My Fitness Power NutriCheck, these apps are a tool, a temporary tool. To educate, to keep you mindful, and to ensure that you can maximize your diet, and of course, to give someone like me, your coach, the ability to be a fly on the wall, to know what's going on with your nutrition, with your eating habits, etc. But it's not forever. You're not going to be that sat there at fucking 80 years old opening up your iPhone to track your lunch. Eventually, these apps will disappear. Eventually, you, you, the point is not to use them. But when you're in the thick of a transformation, you need them. You need that accountability. You need that mindful tool. You need that data. And you need a way of stopping yourself becoming lackadaisical with the calories that you're consuming. Now, I must stress these apps are not infallible. There's a certain amount of ambiguity as far as tracking is concerned. Firstly, you've got the fact that food labels can be 20% inaccurate. Then you've got the fact of whether people are weighing foods or not. Don't even get me started on pasta. You've then got all of the kind of the things that people forget to log. The milk, the sugars, the mints, the condiments. You've got people reactively tracking. So tracking after they consume as opposed to tracking beforehand. And then you've got the argument where you track it and go, no, it can't have been that many calories. I reckon it's a little bit less than that. So you've got your own opinion that comes into it too. They are not, as I said, perfect. But they're the best tool we've got. Until someone creates something like a Fitbit, where you wear it on your wrist and it's able to know what you're consuming simply by, I don't know, reading your blood sugar levels or something. Or, you know, something's got attached to your stomach and it's got the ability to know what kind of calories you're absorbing. Until that day comes, this is the best we've got. And I must stress, it is the best we've got. It is an opportunity. Because I've been down that road. I've done the cut the carbs. 
I've done the boring diets. I've done the shakes. My fitness pal, new to check any calorie tracking app, to be precise, a calorie tracking app, I must stress, not a point tracking app. They are an opportunity to make your journey easier. Don't give me that bullshit about, oh, I don't want to be on an app. I don't like spending my life on an app. All right, then show me your screen time. Show me how much time you're spending on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Show me that before you criticize an app which is not only beneficial for your health, but beneficial for your mindset, for your fitness, for your goals, for everything in the future. You're telling me you can't spend less than 10 minutes on an app per day to guarantee your results. And I must stress, it's a better solution. It guarantees your results. This is not one big app for these, these apps, by the way, but I'll get to my point. What these apps give you the ability to do where a trade-off is concerned. You know, all you've got to do is log what you're having, but you can have whatever you want. As long as you're adhering to the budget set, as long as you are mindfully inputting and obviously ensuring that data is, is logged with the utmost integrity, look at the opportunity. Have a fucking pizza. Have a McDonald's. Have a piss up at the weekend. If you log all of it, and more to the point, if you log it before you consume it, you can have your cake and eat it, as long as you log it. And that's the key. It is an opportunity. It is a gift. Because believe me, fucking 15 years ago, I would have killed for these apps. I would have killed for this. And the problem is, you know, when people first start the journey, they don't believe. It. They're so excited and so befuddled by this opportunity that they don't believe it can actually work. It's my favorite bit, to be fair. When we get to the first weigh-in, they go, holy fuck, that worked. And I haven't cut anything out. I haven't been restricted. But as I said, in, in time... The glass becomes half empty. We focus on what we have to do as opposed to what we get the opportunity to do. We focus on the annoyance of the task we have to do as opposed to all of the things that we don't have to do simply by doing it. And as I said, this is so true in so many other walks of life as well. Fitness, you know, I have to do this. Never mind the fact that you know, you thought you had to go for a million and one different runs because this is the point. When you take a much more smart, terrible English, but when you take a smarter approach to your transformation, you don't need to do fucking barrel loads of exercise. You don't need to kill yourself in the gym and go out for runs every five minutes. Your entire program can be structured around what you actually enjoy doing. This is what knowledge and information gives you what coaching gives you more to the point you have the opportunity to be able to expand upon your life as opposed to completely overwrite it because that's been the dieting norm for as long as i can remember right i want to lose some weight i guess my life has to dramatically get shitter buy a food that i enjoy see in a few weeks when i can't be asked with this thing anymore hello all the exercise that i don't enjoy all the time I have to spend doing it. I'll be uh, I'll be seeing you in a few weeks when I can't be fucked anymore. This is the key. This is the thing that everybody misses. Sustainability of what you're doing is what achieves the results. Consistency over time. 
Great that you can stick to it for a week. Brilliant that you can possibly do a month, but that's not going to do it because it took longer than, than that to put the weight on in the first place. But also, it's not just about the journey of losing it. It's about the journey afterwards. It's about your relationship with food, your understanding of food more, more to the point, which is what these apps give you the ability to do. It's about your relationship with, with activity and exercise. All of these things give you the knowledge needed so that when the deficit side is done, because let's face it, the deficit's not forever. It's as long as it needs to be to lose the body fat. Everything else needs to stick around. The activity, the mindfulness around your calories. You can't just go, hey, diet's done. I'm going to eat exactly the same way I did before. Six months later, oh, I've put the weight back on. Why is that? You didn't fucking change anything. You didn't change your approach. You didn't relax in terms of what you're doing. You didn't understand where the problems existed. You just went, I need a solution. Give me a solution. But the solution wasn't just ruin your life, cut out all your calories, cut out all of the fucking shit that you think is causing you to gain weight. Because indirectly, yes, it was causing you to gain weight. But not the food itself, how much of it you were having, how little you were moving. These were the smoking gun. My Fitness Power NutriTech, they give you the opportunity. They give you that half full glass. Same as data is concerned. Like I said, it gives you the opportunity to go, what is the minimum I need to do to achieve results? Because the approach needs to still be there long after your motivation has fucked off. Because it's gonna. Because it's not exciting. Deficits, all of that. It's not exciting. It's not sexy. It's not fun. It's a means to an end. But that doesn't mean that the means needs to be aggressive. It doesn't mean that the means needs to dominate your life. But the problem is you will believe the story that you tell yourself. If you tell yourself tracking is a pain, then you will believe that. If you tell yourself that your glass is half empty because, oh, for fuck's sake, I need to load up this app and I need to track my food every day, I need to be mindful of calories, that's a pain, then not only will you not do it, but you'll have a negative relationship with it, you won't achieve, and you'll be right back to square one again because you've not learned your lesson. You put the weight on because you weren't mindful of the calories you were consuming. So therefore, the opposite is the solution. You put the weight on because you weren't mindful of how much you were moving and you probably weren't moving enough. Therefore, the opposite is what takes the weight off. And most importantly, with both of those things, they are both what keeps the weight off. So the next time you catch yourself in the midst of, oh, for fuck's sake, I've got a track. Remember the opportunity that it gives you. Remember all the things you're able to eat, all of the social events you're able to attend, all of the Tupperware you're able to leave in the cupboard, all of the powders you don't have to mix with water, a neck, a nearly gag. Remember all of those things that you don't have to do. Simply by loading up an app and inputting your food. In exactly the same way that you're going to be on TikTok, you're going to be on Facebook, you're going to be on Instagram. See it as an opportunity, folks. See it as something which can benefit you. Something which, with enough planning, pre-organization ahead of time, 
You could be on that app for less than three minutes a day. Because this is the thing, tracking is a skill. And the more you do it, the more skillful you become. And the more skillful you become, the more efficient you become. And so the less time you'll spend on the app because you're efficient. Because you don't need to spend time on it. You could still spend that time on TikTok. You could still spend it on Facebook. You still spend it on Instagram if that's your thing. If you are looking for the half-empty glass, you will always see it that way. But if you're looking at the same glass and you're looking at what you have the ability to do, then you'll always see it that way too. Optimism and pessimism is not something automatic. It's something that you choose. So choose to be optimistic about what you get to do. Choose to see the opportunity in what you get to do rather than the negatives of which are few and far between. You want to achieve your goal, you want to be successful, and you don't want to have to do this fucking journey again? Then don't have the negative, glass-half-empty conversation with yourself. And I promise you, you will be far more successful because you won't buck the very thing that could be your saviour when it comes to achieving your goal. And that's it. Ladies and gents, thank you for your time. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Appreciate your ears for the last 21 minutes and 18 seconds. As always, if you enjoy these podcasts, keep the reviews coming. Spotify gives you the ability now to do a star rating. So if you're listening on Spotify, if you can give me five stars, if you think it's five stars. Uh, And of course, if you are listening on iTunes, uh, then please feel free to not only do a star review, but also leave me a little review as well. They're always nice to read. And if you are tuning into a particular episode of a podcast and you want to divulge and discuss upon it further or of course if there's a particular episode that's really resonated with you and really helped i want to know okay i give up this time for you guys let me know if this is benefiting you let me know if you've enjoyed what you're hearing and it's adding something to your life and your experience so guys i will see you on the next one and as always when it comes to everything you're facing in life except the things of which you cannot change have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference and if you need any help with the implementation the direction support and accountability that comes along with your own transformation journey then drop me a message as well and we'll have a chat folks see you on the next one toodles